All right, time to welcome in Nick Ford, Utah offensive lineman. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah is in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. Nick, good morning. Good morning, boss man. We are happy to have you on, happy to have you on every week, all year long. I'm curious, with name, image, and likeness, uh, how much is this? How, how many offers are you getting? How much of your time is this taking up as you prepare for the season? Um, I'm getting quite a few offers. Me personally, I'm not uh, devoting a large sum amount of time to it because, you know, I personally feel like football is more important. I got more important things to worry about and the position I'm in and taking care of this team. So, I mean, I'm keeping a good balance, but mainly focusing on football. What's it like, man? Did you imagine coming out of Pedro that you ended up going out of Utah being rich? <laughs> uh, no, nah, I mean, coming out of Pedro, I mean, small time kid, I didn't really even really think I was going to get a scholarship. And then all the scholarships started flooding in, came out here in January and tank top and shorts in the snow and kind of blew my mind and it stuck with me. <laughs> Uh, tank top and shorts. That's, well, that's you know, right. you got the ocean view there. If you get up high, you can see the Great Salt Lake. It's the same thing. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so as you uh, settle in for this year, and obviously you're coming off a, uh, a really weird year that was completely different, but you are the voice of experience when you talk about taking care of the team. You've been in a leadership role for a while, but now more than ever, I suppose, how different is it? Um, different in terms of what? Your life. I'm, I'm curious, anything in the program, different places you've had to take on different oh. roles, or if it's just kind of the same deal, you get different voice in, uh, in meetings, that kind of stuff, and on the field? I think it's pretty pretty much the same. I mean, the, the coaches harp on a players-led program here. Um, being, you know, like the leadership and all that, it just means that, you know, I have a – high respect within the program between my teammates because the teammates are the ones who elect everything. So, you know, that's nice to know. But, I mean, all, all the time I've been here, I've been taking care of people, whether it's, you know, rides or extra film or extra work on the field. I've always devoted my time to help my teammates out. So this team could be the best. So Coach Whittingham, when they talk about the depth chart, uh, said it was going to be released last week, and it was. But he also said that there's some spots in the offensive line that weren't 100% set now we're in game week, obviously. What's the status there? Uh, you know, everyone's getting healthy and doing what they can. Um, you know, football is rough. It is what it is. And we'll see how that lineup shapes up, uh, you know, when we do play on Thursday. But I know 100% whoever lines up is going to be, you know, they're going to be ballers. How much, does, how much do things change based on which five guys are able to go? Um. In all honesty, I don't think it changes much at all, which is the scary part. Um, that's, like, my biggest upside with this team is that no matter anywhere, offense, defense, offensive line, quarterback, safety, wherever it is, like, if somebody gets hurt and the next person has to come in, the production drop-off is, n- is going to be very slim to none. Like, the, everyone on this team has been here for a while, is really athletic and knows what they're doing, and... Yeah, the, it's these guys are special. <laughs> so you have some natural ability, obviously, to play football, and you also have some natural ability to lead. I think that's been evident as we've watched you 
uh, come up from uh, Southern California and integrate yourself into the team and into the community. Could you tell us about some of the stuff, though, that you're doing also off the field that people may not know about? Because following some of your stuff, you're doing some real important things out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I got the opportunity to work uh, with a foster care system, uh, Utah Foster Care. Um, so I've always liked cooking. That's always been a part of my life. And, you know, I got the opportunity to um, get a large sum of food and cook it. And I didn't want to have some type of food to be like, you know, everything to get all the time, like sandwiches or whatnot. And, um, yeah, so I wound up cooking, feeding them, and it was a really good time. You know, I like to vote my time helping out people, go offer my time to, like, schools and stuff and trouble kids. And I mean, I just love giving back to, especially the kids and the youth of the community because, that's where a lot of stuff starts. I mean, once we get older and whatnot, they're going to be the ones running around the town and making sure everything's taken care of. So as long as they have a good upbringing, I think it's going to shape the community in a good way. So what was the motivation for working with foster care kids? Is there a a backstory, something that really got you interested? Um, So I got this opportunity with Block Party U. Um, They were talking about they fund the event. And they just wanted me to cook and come out. And, you know, I thought it would be something that was cool. Um, then I started looking into the foster care system and um, talking to my friends around campus. Uh, it turns out, like, there's a lot of Polynesians out in Utah who are in that system. And, you know, it's done a lot of people well. And some of the people who I know are actually in that system. So I think it was just a good way to give back to the people, you know, who have uh, benefited from the foster care system. And also give back to the parents who are providing those benefits for those people. Yeah, I mean, I know a little bit about the foster care system, and it can be uplifting, and it also can be the biggest struggle that you could possibly have, and a lot of these kids that are involved in this, I mean, they have a lot of odds to overcome. Were you able to meet, or how many of these young folks who were actually in the system did you get to interact with? Uh, Quite a bit. They came by, um, you know, said hi, dropped cards and stuff, a little quick conversation. We didn't want it to be a huge interaction thing because COVID and everything that's going on so it was more like a drive up say hi you know talk a little bit and go on and i can see that they're very thankful and you know that filled my heart you know seeing that they're thankful and seeing them give me cards i mean all the cards are still on uh my dashboard of my car to this day um so you know it's a little reminder that keeps me going but i mean uh i wish i could have interacted more but just to keep them safe and me safe you know we just had a quick interaction so nobody got sick so is this the kind of thing you've uh, shared with your teammates and gotten them involved in, or is this uh, is this Nick Ford time and you just kind of keep this to yourself? <laughs> no, it's something it's something I shared. I mean, even one of my friends' dads came and helped pass out food, and I think Solo's going to do something next, and I'm going to help him out, I'm pretty sure. And there's other people like Kyrie's Ron who wants to get involved and whatnot. And, you know, I don't want it to make it a show to where it's like, oh, Nick Ford's doing this for the community, Nick Ford's doing that. I want it to be, you know, Utah football's doing this, Utah football's doing that, because a lot of the kids on this team, old men on this team, you know, really do care about the community and give back, and that's not always shown in the media, and I mean, which we have no problem with, because the only thing that really matters is that, you know, the kids or the homeless people or whoever it is that we're talking to, interacting with and helping, you know, as long as we get a smile from them at the end of the day, it doesn't matter you know, if the world sees. You guys had a quarterback competition that went on until pretty close to the end of uh, training camp, and then now you're in game week, obviously, going forward. 
with you as a center, were you able to tell any difference in terms of the quarterback and the final analysis? Does it matter to you who is uh, who is playing the position? Uh, no, not at all. I mean, from a center to quarterback perspective, I mean, I didn't even know until the depth chart was released, and I, you know, I was kind of shocked because everyone was saying, "Oh, um, they released the." Uh, someone said the starting quarterback already. Like, and I was sitting there like, "Yo, what?" I'm like, I didn't even know this. And then they released the depth chart, and I was like, "That's crazy!" Because like, it it was really kept under wraps. Like, I had no idea they were splitting the reps. They were both balling out. And uh, from a performance standpoint, like like I just said, like I mean, they were both balling out. There's no absolute worries whatsoever. Whether it comes to you know running running the ball, they both have good feet. Throwing the ball, they ha- both have really good arms, and you know just reading a defense and being confident and all that stuff. They're all really talented. So does it matter that much to you which guy's on your left and which guy's on your right? If it doesn't matter to you which guy's behind you, say that again. Does it matter to you who's to your left and your right? Is the offensive line, because Kyle said there could be injuries and shuffling, as you interact with those guys and you act as one unit, does it matter a lot who's on either side of you? Uh, I would say yes and no. I mean, the longer you work next to somebody, you kind of figure out their, you know, their do's and don'ts. And um, we have a lot of experience in the room, and I've worked along, alongside a lot of them. And uh, in, re- in the recent week or so, you know, we've been playing together and uh, we have a good chemistry. And I do understand, you know, who's, you know, what, what they're good at, what they're not good at. And uh, we kind of build off of that. And having just a steady offensive line right now going into the game has been slightly comforting. But in the overall picture, the talent level and the uh, fundamentals – are the same throughout the room, which is something that is more important because oftentimes you see a drop-off, you know, when you have a different guy come in and the, there's not a drop-off. And w- the fundamentals, whether it's, you know, reading the defense or whether it's footwork or anything, they're exactly the same for everybody, which is way more important because you can always tell someone what to do, but you can't always tell someone how to do it. So, covering football for Utah for many, many years, it seems like they have always had a great running back, and this year, with the tragedy that happened to Ty Jordan, leaves the running back position, at least at Utah, uh, very inexperienced, but the tradition is there, the pattern is there, the mindset is there. How confident are you that you'll still be able to, even though we don't necessarily know who's going to get the bulk of the carries, we'll still have productive run game because really, offensively, that's what the Utes have been known for? I have no worries in the world about that at all. You know, you know rest in peace, Ty. Love that man. His, his locker is real close to mine. And, you know, I think about that boy every day. See his picture every day. See his highlight every day. But, I mean, the, in respects to that, the running backs that we had come in, you know, are absolute monsters. They're they're all different types of running backs, and then Makai Bernard really sprouted this off season and became the back everyone know knew he could become. So, I mean, at the end of the day, whoever gets the ball, it's going to be a different style of run, but it's going to be very productive. And Coach Ludwig does a good job of putting people in the position in which you know they help the offense the most and what they're good at. So, you know, different packages, different formation, different whatever, Coach Ludwig will get his athletes where they shine the most, and he's definitely done that with all the running backs. So kind of ties back into me saying, 
you know, they all have different styles of runs, but they're all going to be very productive. Nick Ford, Utah offensive lineman, joining us. Do you get a pretty good idea who it's going to be, even if you're not supposed to say right now? Or is running back a position where you really have to get to games because you got to see how guys are tackled and who can break tackles and none of the early whistles from the coaches or the, the referees they bring mm-hmm. in? Um, me, personally, I don't I don't have a, a big feel on it right now. I mean, all, like I said, all our backs are talented. And, you know, that's usually what happens. Um, you know, we get into season and we see, you know, how productive people are, how good they are, what they do good, what they do bad. And um, it's kind of like a trial run, the first couple drives, and, you know, seeing, you know, is this really what it's shaping up to be? And in my eyes, in all honesty, I think every back is going to shape up to the way that they're performing in practice. So whether, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be real hard for Coach Mack to decide, in my opinion. Hmm. Well, I, I, I guess it was sort of that way last year, too. There was a bunch of guys coming in there, and eventually uh, pe- people emerged. So uh, the same type of situation, even if it takes two or three games, whatever it might be? I believe so. Um, I really do believe so. But I, I also believe that the talent level is so high at every one that, <laughs> like I said, it's going to be a hard choice, and I am unsure – so the one place that uh, you get a really good view, because as offensive lineman, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening behind you. But the one thing you really get a good view of is the D-line. And the D-line has this reputation for being always being eight guys deep, being able to rotate guys in and out. Have you already been able to, uh, to assess that and identify how good your D-line is? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, they, they condition the offensive line through practice, leaving us in for multiple drives. And we'll see the first, second, and third string defensive line rotate in. And, yeah, they are they are all ridiculous. I mean, you know, they're they're all conditioned, too. That's just this, their style of play. They rotate during the games, and offensive linemen don't. So that's how we kind of keep conditioning from time to time. And, I mean, from the very top to the quote-unquote bottom of the list, which isn't a bottom of a list, they're uh, – they're really ridiculous, strong, long, hefty guys that are going to step holes, get movement, and really, really terrorize an offense. With this uh, name, image, and likeness spiel, I mean, you're a popular guy. Did, did you handle it yourself, or did you get people to help you? Uh, I handled it myself for the most part, but at the same time, I really haven't done much. Um, I've gotten a lot of opportunities, uh, which I've read through and seen, and you know, I had some people overlook, um, mainly being compliance because we had got to go through our compliance system. And um, there's a lot of deals that I just, you know, felt like they're pretty good. Um, but I just wanted to, you know, focus on football and whatnot and make sure that this was the best year because we have a, something really special. So I felt like the development of the team was way more important than any NIL deal at the moment. So how about your teammates? Are is the NIL thing kind of being spread around the roster a little bit, or are there, you know, a few guys who've had bigger roles in the past and have bigger names and bigger presence who are who are the ones being contacted the most? Uh, I think it's being spread. I mean, like recently there's a uh, Muchi's reached out to us and did a, the entire offensive line in general, which was really cool. Um, I know that uh, like Jaron, he has a skateboard deal. So is Devin Kafusi. And I heard TJ Pledger got a deal. There's there's multiple people, you know, who are her getting these deals and doing these things. But 
I feel like a lot of the kids on this team as well have the same mindset to where we understand the places that we could go. So we're more focused on that versus, you know, NIL and making money and doing all this stuff, which, I mean, it's always nice to make a little extra money. But at the same time, if you perform well and do well, you're not going to have to worry about that in the future. Do you watch uh, much college football on the opening weekend? Check anybody out? Uh, yeah, just a little bit. Who impressed you? Uh, I would say UCLA. I was talking to my friend uh, Elijah Gidry, Javelin's brother, and uh, he was talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I was like, all right, man, let's see, let's, let's watch it. And then, you know, them boys bought out. It's respect to them. They they had a really good game um, watching. It was fun. I called him after the game. and You know, we were just chopping it up. He's a real good dude. I love that dude. Love his entire family. And, uh, you know, they're they're really good. I, I think so. I feel like their tempo picked up a lot compared to the past couple of years. And they're getting into that, you know, Chip Kelly-style offense. And it's going to that's, – that's a good team. I mean, like the Pac-12, the Pac-12 in general is just – filled with a bunch of good teams so well nick we look forward to talking to you all week long everybody's looking forward for uh your opener as well thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you again next week good luck awesome have a good day nick ford utah offensive lineman is going to join us every week all season long and samson nakua byu wide receiver thanks to both of them for coming on here this morning dj and pk it's 97.5 and 1280 the zone